Hi, and welcome to the Tech Podcast. This is a special recording of a recent Twitter Spaces live conversation where we were discussing the tech standout moments of 2021 and the next big thing to watch out for in 2022. Hi everyone and welcome to this special Twitter Spaces Live from Huawei London. During this live chat for the next 20 minutes or so, we'll be discussing the tech standout moments for 2021 and the next big tech predictions for 2022. So joining us in this chat are our very special guests. Bill Mew here, a privacy campaigner. Uh, my focus is on uh, striking the right balance between meaningful protection, so cybersecurity, um, privacy and digital ethics, and maximising the social and economic benefit from technology. So looking at AI, cloud, digital innovation and digital transformation. So getting the most from technology, but minimising the harms. Thanks, Bill. Um, Helen. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Helen Duncan. I'm a technology writer. Uh, for the last 30 years, I've been writing about all aspects of uh, of technology, right from how a transistor works to um, to the latest applications of 5G technology and everything in between. Welcome. And finally, we have Dave Coplin as well. Hi there. I'm uh, Dave. I've spent the last three decades working with some of the world's largest technology companies, but actually uh, focused on the humans, uh, trying to help the humans live up to the potential that that technology offers to make all aspects of their lives better. Excellent. So a big warm welcome to Bill, Helen and Dave. Welcome, everyone. So firstly, when we look back at 2021, um, what has inspired you in the world of tech that you ha uh, perhaps hadn't expected or any kind of big surprises coming up? Helen, do you want to go first? Yes, I think I've uh, been inspired by the way that the pandemic has accelerated uh, the development and um, and deployment of uh, new technologies like delivery robots, uh, for example. Um, there's these little white four-wheeled uh, robots going around giving people their grocery deliveries, which uh, which has allowed people to uh, to shield um, and stay safe, and um, and they're actually rather friendly. I've been told that if one gets stuck on the curb and you help it up the curb, um, it'll say thank you to you. So um, I've I've seen a massive amount of acceptance of this new technology, um, and and it it's going further. We're we're also seeing some. Uh, delivery drones at the moment just being used for things like uh, blood products and um, and transplant organs. But I, I think uh, I think that will um, develop a bit further as well. Amazing. And I think you're right there. We hadn't seen robotic deliveries or many of them in the last in last year. So maybe there will be more of those to come in the year ahead as well. So, Dave, would you agree? Is there anything else that has caught you by surprise that's come up this year in the, in the world of tech? Yeah, and it's kind of um, maybe not where you would expect it, but I, I, I want to shout out for human beings uh, because I think the resilience they've shown in in reacting to the situation, and in particular, uh, I'm thinking about uh, school kids and I'm thinking about their parents. If you remember, we started this year in lockdown and, and just seeing the resilience of parents and, and their teachers and their kids trying to figure out through the technology how they can stay engaged and 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 
get educated. And I think if you look at the results of that, whilst some people talk of, you know, lost months, I don't see that. I, I see that schools were able to uh, continue to engage with their communities, uh, parents and teachers, as much of their exasperation for trying to get the printer to work or the Wi-Fi to be stable, just the sort of the ability to cope with that and to see the value that technology could bring them, uh, you know, in dealing with those challenges. The trick now, however, is uh, how we carry that forward and where do we go from here? Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more that the adoption of technology and people's skills um, skill set has risen so much this year. Um, Bill, coming to you, what kind of innovations have impressed you the most so far this year? Um, I, I think I've been enormously impressed, as Dave had, in uh, our ability as a society to uh, adapt to the challenges that have been thrown our way. Um, if we look back not only to the beginning of this year, but all the way back, if we may, to the beginning of the previous year, um, I actually recorded a, a video for Huawei back then when I was talking all about risk. And, and in particular, at that point, I was talking about the, the, the massive uh, risks that we'd recently faced uh, in the financial um, disaster uh, uh, that we had with the, the financial meltdown and how we hadn't really appreciated the risk in advance and hadn't been quick to address it. Um, in that, I was also warning ahead that there would be other risks that we would possibly not appreciate or be able to address quickly. And I mentioned things like the, the cyber risk and I mentioned things like the environmental risk. Um, at that particular point in time, I didn't actually mention the pandemic, but the same exact uh, combination could it just as equally have been said around health risk. And as it played out, uh, we saw exactly this happen. We saw a, a, a lack of real awareness of the risk. Uh, there were some people who saw it. There were some people who uh, warned uh, in advance about the pandemic, but we failed to uh, either take them seriously or to uh, act early enough. And uh, the rest has played out as we've seen. But this needs to be a lesson that we all need to learn. We need to be um, uh, better able to uh, appreciate risk, whether it's environmental risk, whether it's the cyber risk, whether it's health risk, whether it's financial risk, and to be able to adapt and to um, uh, uh, address these risks. Uh, and technology will have a big part to play in actually monitoring the environment, monitoring uh, so much around uh, what is happening and also in addressing some of these risks. And technology played a, an enormous part in the development of the uh, vaccines that have actually helped us through the, the recent crisis. I couldn't agree more. There's huge lessons to be learned. Um, and as Bill said, you know, some of the predictions you made earlier this year have already kind of come true. Um, when we kind of take a look back on a kind of reflections from, from this year, what are the big kind of standout moments for you? If you could just pinpoint one thing that's happened this year in terms of tech innovation. Um, Helen, what are your thoughts? Oh, that's quite a difficult one. Um, I think uh, 5G has actually um, matured. Um, so it's not a technical innovation of this year, but it's something that's... Uh, that that's been coming along for a long time, and we're actually just starting to see the benefits in terms of uh, of real life applications. Absolutely, I feel like we've been talking a lot about innovations um, and developments in five G for many years, but this year, as you mentioned, you know the Cambridge wireless demos, um, we've seen actually real application uses of them. Um, Dave, would you agree, or are there any kind of big tech standout moments for you? Yeah, look, I, I'm in a similar boat to Helen. I, I don't think it's necessarily that there's been a, 
big new technology, more that there's been a recognition of the power and potential of the technology that, that ironically we've had for over 10 years. You know, if, if you look at us now, many of us realize uh, that having great broadband at home is probably more important than building a high-speed rail link uh, because it will uh, enable us to do more things for less money. Um, and, and really that sort of awakening about the potential of flexible working. And I don't just mean working from home, but the ability to be free of the boundary, the burden of the physical uh, sort of container of the office. And that's not to say we'll never go there, but to see what can happen when we actually sort of release ourselves from the, from the tyranny of the commute and the, and the office to explore the world around us, in, enabled by technology. So it's a human uprising uh, using technologies that are well established, but you know we've just really failed to recognise the value they can bring us. Absolutely. And um, for you, Bill, for any kind of tech standout moments of you know where tech has become reality? Uh, for me, if I were to talk about the big winners and losers here, I think the gold medal has to go to the vaccines. It has played possibly the, the single greatest technological contribution to actually saving us and, uh, and society. Uh, but the silver medal would probably go to connectivity and a lot of the, the collaboration tools that have enabled us to, to continue working in the way that we need to. Um, in terms of the losers, I, I think we possibly have focused very heavily recently on the technology and possibly not done enough to address some of the potential harms. And I, I think we've seen through some whistleblower technology recently, or whistleblower testimony recently, um, some of the um, issues raised and evidence being shown of some of the harms that can be attributed to some technology uses, especially towards um, our children on social media. And I don't think that some of the protections, and I don't think that some of the regulations have kept pace. Uh, my concern is that um, um, we not only need to have uh, the sort of technology enablement for our children that is going to educate, that is going to inspire, that is going to enable them, but we need also to have the protections to ensure that, that harms aren't occurring. And, and harms are not coming from screens uh, per se. If you drill down and look at actually where these harms are going to uh, occur, I think it's in, in some of the bullying and some of the the uh, negative aspects of uh, a really high uh, concentration social media. Uh, and I think we need to be aware of that. And, and in the past, I've spoken about how as adults, um, we can possibly have a, a, a sufficient awareness to to smoke and to, to drink possibly and maybe to drive. Um, but we wouldn't expect our children to do that. And, and I think there are some aspects of technology, certainly around uh, high concentration social media, that I just think we need to be aware of the harms and I think that we need to have those protections in place. I'm a massive optimist for the technology and the potential of technology, but it needs to come hand in hand with meaningful protection. Yeah, and I think, you know, hearing from the three of you, if if there's one thing we can agree on is that we've actually come quite a long way when we think back to everything that's happened in 2021 um, and perhaps not necessarily necessarily with new technologies but realising the impact of technologies that have existed for many years now, whether that's for good um, and for bad um, as well. So let me kind of shift it a little bit. Um, if we move in, imagine you just had your Christmas dinner and we're moving into the new year. The chimes of Big Ben have just finished and we're welcoming um, 2022. So tech, as we all know, is ever evolving. So if you imagine a big crystal ball in front of the table, um, and the big kind of predictions for next year. What do you think will be the standout 
tech predictions for 2022. Um, Dave, shall we go to you first? Yeah, look, I, I think we're about to see a wonderful wave of innovative technologies that are going to make our meeting and collaboration experience better. What we've had to date is a bunch of technologies that were designed for a world where hardly anybody was remote. So your webcam, the conference room uh, video that you've got, you know, the one room in the building that's got the, the video camera. These are all like legacies of a world that, that should no longer exist. What I think we're going to start to see is the fruits of all of the engineers uh, and uh, innovators who spent the first few months of lockdown thinking we need a better set of tools for how we make hybrid meetings and hybrid collaboration work. So I'm really excited to think about what kind of cameras we're going to see, about what kind of audio visual um, infrastructure we're going to see that are really going to make uh, this whole concept of hybrid come to life and not just be this really awkward thing where if you're not in the room you feel like you're getting a, a second class experience uh, and I think they're there I think they're, they're being made in factories you know chip shortages notwithstanding they're being made right now and I think we're going to see them come into our meeting rooms uh, in 2022. Couldn't agree more. Um, Bill? What are your big thoughts for next year? I, I don't think that we're going to see a, a massive revolution in technology. I think it's going to be a, a number of different iterations. And I think they're going to be broadly around the three the themes of greater integration and greater automation. And I think this is going to affect all levels in the way in which we work. Um, we're already seeing how people are using devices, using smartphones to actually enable enormous aspects of their life. We We've seen far greater um, connectivity and working from home and all types of way in the way that we work. But right across the spectrum, we're going to have greater integration between all those different tools and we're going to see far more automation. And we're going to see, uh, we call it AI, call it RPA, call it a whole load of different things. The way in which we work with technology will be taken to a, a far greater level. I mean, in, in the past, we may have had sort of Salesforce systems that allowed us to um, uh, plan and coordinate uh, the way in which that we deal with individual customers and track what we're doing with them. But in certain certain industries, we're going to be able to do things like um, making recordings of our phone calls so that we don't have to take notes. We're going to be able to um, do sort of a, a natural transcription on an automated basis. We're going to be able to do keyword searches so that we can go through and we can track all of that. And all these different industries integrations between these different tools are actually going to transform the way in which we work. We're not going to have to take notes. We're not going to have to do things. And all of these technologies are, are almost ready today to, to, to integrate. It's just bringing them all together, adding a level of intelligent automation, adding uh, um, the sort of um, benefits that we've been seeking for some time. And I think we're going to see all these iterations, all these benefits start to come through in the next year. So next year is going to be the big year of benefits. Um, Helen, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with, with both of the other speakers. Uh, I think I'd like to highlight in particular um, the fact that augmented reality and extended reality are going to enter our lives far more. Picking up on, uh, on what Dave said about um, finding new ways of, of being there virtually, I think um, augmented reality can take us into the third dimension where previously we've we've just been a, a flat picture in 2D. Um, and when people think about um, virtual and augmented reality, they think of these big headsets or 
weird looking goggles. But uh, there are some some very innovative um, glasses or head mounted devices, uh, as they're called, coming along. And um, and they'll be far more natural. They'll also be able to pick up gestures as to what you want to do or what how you want to interact with the um, the, the artificial world. And uh, it it's really going to take us into the realms of uh, of the Star Trek uh, holodeck um, at last. And uh, and I think that's that's really exciting. And and that will be used in all kinds of spaces in retail where you can you can actually see your new sofa sitting in your room for instance um and in manufacturing where uh, you can get um a set of instructions as to um you know visual instructions as to what piece fits with what other piece um and in training uh, medicine it has potential in in all aspects of our lives Absolutely. And I am with you there. I completely am so excited for the world of augmented reality to become a reality um, in everyday scenarios. So um, there we have it. Um, From a look back at 2021 and the innovations, whether as Helen mentioned, you know, robotics and drone services and and Dave mentioned actually humans have done pretty well this year in adopting tech innovations and I think I agree we should give everyone a round of applause there Um, to everything from digital ethics as Bill mentioned, um, it's it's quite difficult to, to conge- combine everything that's happened this year, but I think it's definitely been one of huge um, collaboration and digital transformation in the last 12 or so months. Um, and I think I'm really excited with all of those tech predictions from Helen, from, uh, from Bill um, and from Dave as well um, for next year, for the, these big things to keep an eye out for. Um, there's nothing, nothing stands still, um, so it's never going to be boring. I just wanted to wrap up by saying a special big thank you to Helen, Bill and Dave for their fantastic contributions today. Um, I hope you really enjoyed um, hearing from them. Um, if you've missed any of this or want to hear it again, please do check us out at the Tech Podcast from Huawei London. We'll also be uploading this recording so you'll be able to listen back um, and join in online. So do tweet us at Huawei UK if you want to um, join in on the discussion or if you've got any tech predictions next year for yourself. So get involved. We'll speak to you next time. Thanks all.